Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello everyone and welcome to Main Menu for the 1st of March 2019. I am your co-host Jason Castingway. This week almost the whole gang is with us and we talk about blueprints and skills for the A-Lady. What skills are, what can be done with these blueprints, and some of our favorite skills. We also broaden the conversation quite a bit and get into a little bit of home automation and whatever else we think of at the time. After that, we include the submission guidelines for Main Menu as a reminder. It's a fun show, and we hope you enjoy it. Hi, everyone. It's another Main Menu roundtable, or at least a sort of squarish kind of table. Anyway, this is Janine Stanley, and around the squarish broadcast table today, we have, and we won't be musical this time, we promise. We have the amazing Big R. Hello, everybody. How's it going? And Mr. Jason Castingway. It's good to be here. And Paul Henriksen. Hey, guys. How's it going? And last but never least, the incomparable Jeff Bishop. I think of it as an oblong table. I mean, yeah, it would definitely be an oblong table. Um, and we are the wrong pegs fitting into a <laughs> yes. square hole. Is that what you're saying? Square holes <laughs> I don't, into I don't square know. Holes. I'm just thinking there's all kind of shapes here. So it's probably a very oddly shaped table. Uh, exactly. I'll pull out some of my uh, my good uh, jewelry shapes. We'll have an emperor, emperor cut or something like that. Anyway. Well, my wife and you should talk. She's oh, a freaking crazy crafting oh, she is. lady. Yes, She's she is. amazing at it. Yes, so you guys, should, you guys should chat. Oh, Boy, anything Carrie Bishop puts up on um, ACB auction, you should buy it. Yeah, you I mean, really that lady, should. That lady is awesome. Absolutely yes, and awesome. see, even dogs agree. Even dogs agree. <laughs> well, you just want more stuff, don't you? There you Paul? go. Well, see, we <laughs> need to have, so uh, any of you out there in main menu land, if you are a crafter or a, a hobbyist of any kind, we ought to have a hobby show. I'm Talking crafty. about some of the tech. Uh, yeah, you are crafty. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about some of the tech we use to do our crafting because uh, I finally got a, the, the accessible caliper. The Braille caliper from oh, yeah. National Braille Press. Ah, Ooh, that thing too. is so cool. Oh, very, very cool. Very, I love cool. that thing. And uh, so, but today we're going to warn you, um, coming up, we may trigger your a certain Amazon device beginning with the letter A. So if you are listening and you have your Amazon devices, uh, the A lady on, you may want to turn her ears off because we'll try to censor ourselves, but the word comes up. <laughs> we should be so We'll try not to say the A word. <laughs> yeah. um, but, or the but, E word or the C word. Or, or the E word or the C word or any of the other true. words that, mm-hmm. uh, that come up with these guys because we have one in our house that's the E word and all the others are the A words. So Yep. Um, Mine have is, is an E word as well. Yep. So yes. Yep. And so, she will sometimes just go off for no reason. We'll be well, sitting yeah, on the television and she you hear that boom. 
That's true. You didn't say I, that word. Why you, I had that know? weird bug, what was it, about a year ago when it would just laugh for no reason? Oh, I didn't have that. that. Did you, I never so saw that. Creepy. Did you record it? Yeah. I, I never, did. Oh, did you, Jason? Oh, my gosh. I never you had did. it happen. I was like hoping it would. Yeah, me too. Oh, oh it was so creepy. It was just creepy. I'm would it just kidding. do it automatically? It would just do it. And for nothing, no reason, nothing would prompt it. It would just, she'd yeah. just start laughing. And, and if, you pay me, if you pay me a lot, I'll just follow you around and laugh at you. Sure, right. you know, no problem. All right. I, see, it's different. Women laughing at other women. That's not right, okay? Just not right, mm. ladies. So, you know. Keep it to yourself, all right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But we're, we're talking about these devices because we now have a lot more increased abilities to build skills ourselves for the A-ladies. So, Randy, why, tell us a little bit about this, first of all, what, you know, the skill building is. And then Jeff is going to get into more the kind of organizational and real use skills. I don't want to. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> not that there aren't some crazy skills out there. But. Um, well, I first heard about blueprints, and that's what you use to actually build your skills from a non-techie world. You can basically go and build skills. Um, they're called blueprints, and more or less, a, well, in fact, they are. They're a form that you just fill in, and you can put words in. It's a, a uh, uh, basically a... Uh, form that you put in whatever words that you want and it's according to a story basically i've done anniversary skills for people um and things like that but you, you, uh, up until just a few weeks ago you couldn't really submit them and do anything they were for your own listening pleasure uh so they would play on your device but or devices uh, yep. in your mm -hmm. network but nobody else's so right you do the family trivia quiz which uh you know in my family would people start would start fighting over you know that didn't happen yet well mostly <laughs> there's there were stories and things you know like janine in the castle uh oh, so I you, see. you could say like janine janine throw down your golden hair <laughs> yes yes you know? oh janine's in the dungeon again crap okay yep. <laughs> And things like that. And they really, I think we're doing it more for like a, a test market, but as actually creating a real honest to goodness skill from scratch. I have not done that, but I know how it's, I know how it's, how it can be done, but I just haven't attempted it yet. Randy, you said that the skills that you created for your a device, you can't share those with other people. Is that, have you tried? You you can now, but you couldn't when you first started. You could only share them on one specific device. Right. Okay. I was just going to say, yeah, you can share them and you can share them with any number of people. As right. Well. Right. And, and you can, and, and if you want, you can even publicly post them. I know Jonathan Mosin has created a skill called blind technology trivia. It's very good. You tried that? Way. Oh, yeah. It's a blueprint skill. So you can select a diff all these different categories of things that you can, you know, create. And, and in mm -hmm. fact, we have a bunch of ACB radio blueprint skills. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, about that because... You definitely want to hear about these. Yeah, mm -hmm. because it seems to be a very confusing thing. I'm hoping when, that if we get Peter Korn on, we can talk about this. Because, check this out. So there are a number of blueprint skills to play each of the ACB radio streams. So I created seven of these for each, you know, stream, and many of them are working. So, for example, if you say open 
ACB radio mainstream, then it starts to play ACB radio's mainstream channel. If you say open ACB radio treasures, it says, you know, playing ACB radio treasure trove. By the way, skill names can only be three words. So uh-huh. this is why we can't say treasure trove. Now, check this out. So if you say open ACB radio cafe, that works. And cafe plays copyrighted music from blind artists, right? And they did not block that. However, they blocked uh-huh. ACB radio interactive and they blocked ACB radio world and they blocked ACB radio special, which ACB radio special event doesn't even play copyrighted. Wait music. a minute. It's I was going to say it's just public domain, you know, stuff that's played on the loop. ACB radio world plays publicly streamable <laughs> news content and ACB radio live event is again, playing a loop. That's just co- you know, public domain stuff. <laughs> So I don't understand why Interactive didn't get accepted, whereas Cafe did. In other words, hmm. you would think they would have blocked Cafe. Yeah. Well, now that you said but, that, they will. They, <laughs> they will yeah. now. <laughs> yes, exa- exactly. So, wow. So I used a skill that's called the University Blueprint skill. It's really designed for universities to use for lectures, uh, recorded lectures. And supposedly it's supposed to handle podcast feeds too, but it does not. Hmm. You're supposedly able to say play next or play previous. And it's supposed to move you to the next episode because we tried it with an actual podcast feed, uh, even creating an M3U with multiple entries in it. And that did not work. Hmm. So, but it works great for live feeds. It works with uh, PLS and M3U, you know, shoutcast and icecast servers. Um, We had some issues getting it to work with older shoutcast servers. And uh, I did not have a chance to, to test it with newer shoutcast 2.0 streams, but Icecast, mm. we got to work everywhere. So you post them uh, you know, to your own account. So you go to blueprints.amazon.com mm-hmm. and then you tell it to create a blueprint and then you select the type of blueprint you want to you know, you know, you use. In fact, you do that first. You kind of select the blueprint, then you tell it, you know, make my own. And then it's a wizard. It basically walks you through the whole process. You, you know, fill in these different fields and you can, you can create games and they got a bunch of them. They got a different, you know, a bunch of different ones. Once it's actually created and it's working, then there's a button in the blueprints control panel that says publish to the store. And then it asks you to fill in a bunch of other things and you have to, to tell it who the audience is intended for. And if it's intended for children under the age of 13, that it asks you to accept their licensing, you know, terms and making sure it's content that's acceptable for, you know, a younger audience, that kind of a thing. Um, And then you, you, so you go through this whole, I don't know, three or four step wizard type process. You have to confirm the description and the name of the skill and, you know, it asks you a bunch of different stuff, a short description and a long description. You can, you have to upload a logo. So you have to have a square logo. Oh, wow. And yeah, and that's fine. That That's, you can even, you can even use one of theirs. You don't have to use your own. You could, Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you don't care about the picture, then simply just, you know, you can pick one. 
I had an issue from a screen reader perspective in some of the areas of filling out this, uh, you know, a submission process to their store. Submitting the logo, there's a there's an upload link that's not seen as a link to a screen reader. So you physically just have to take your, you know, screen reader cursor of choice and click on that word upload and it acts like ah. a link. And then it allows you, allows you to upload a file, but you can also try to get it to use one of the existing images and that's sort of tricky. And then once you submit it, then you play the waiting game and it takes anywhere from 24 to 48 hours before you get an email back. Uh -huh. And I've gotten both, uh, ones that have told me that it was accepted and other, you know, others that have told me that it's not. That's really the process. And oh, wow. you don't really have any control over, you know, um, the actual blueprint itself, except for those things that you can fill in. You know, again, it's just a wizard. So mm -hmm. it's basically this black box that you basically fill in the details and then it does the, the work for you. But as you can see, you can do some pretty innovative things with it, you know, with the blueprints that they have available. And there's a, there's a bunch of them. So people should go have a play. It's, it's, it's really fun. So we are in the process of starting to develop the ACB link uh, A skill. And we're going to really expand this. This is something we can't use a blueprint for. <laughs> so we're looking at what things you want to make, you know, put into that skill. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the big dreams of this is to, to, uh, allow one to look up what audio described content is playing tonight. Oh, wow. Right. So awesome. Uh, yeah. So, that, be, so that, so that, yeah. So that it would also know based on your current location. Oh, okay. Well, he has these channels available to him and therefore let me go look that up. And hey, at eight o'clock tonight is, you know, blah, 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 and get the description and all of that. So, mm -hmm. so this is one of the things we're looking at in addition to playing our podcasts and also embedding the ACB radio streams and, you know, a lot more. But, we, but we're also wanting it to be an education vehicle, you know, to find out about, you know, what's going on, what are the latest announcements are made from ACB, um, you know, all kinds of stuff that we want to do with that skill. And, and so we're exploring that right now. It's, it's something where we have to actually write all of the code ourselves to be able to implement the skill. They have a skill <coughs> kit available wow. on uh, the Alexa site. Whoops. And there you go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. Wow. Now, the, um, I have a question about the skills themselves. Once they're successfully published, can you update them without having to resubmit, or do you have to you know, go through the whole submission process again? The blueprint ones? Uh, yeah. I don't think you can change the name, but I believe that you can change other aspects of them. I know you can when, if you submit them and they're not published to the store. Mm. I have not had a reason to update them Sure. Okay. You know, at this point, so I haven't honestly tested that process, but I believe that you can. I don't think. I think the only restriction is you cannot change the, the actual name. So get that name right. If you want to say ACB, right? So you you just can't type ACB all uppercase. It doesn't like that. It doesn't recognize it as a word. So what you have to do is you have to put A period space B. You know, C period space B period. And it treats that as one word. 
So it doesn't eat your three words. Oh, very interesting. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And then you can do things like ACB radio or whatever. And it, it understands that, which is very, you know, which is very, very interesting. If you just type ACB in uppercase, it won't even let you submit the, the blueprint. It tells you that it's not a valid word. And so this is great because now we can use ACB. For a while, we couldn't quite figure it out. But now, yeah, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. And while we're on the subject, uh, you have to once you once you start exploring skills, you have to know all the skill names. And this is kind of unfortunate because I I don't know if you guys have experienced this. I'm I'm assuming you have. I can't remember a lot of my skills just because of their names, and I've got yeah, exactly. hundreds, hundreds of skills. Oh, I have yeah. this problem with the S lady shortcuts. I can never remember what shortcuts I put in and what I called them if I made them myself or anything like that. <laughs> well, fortunately, you get around that with the A lady devices, and that is to say, what are my last, say, five skills or ten skills or whatever and and uh, she will tell you that and you go oh yeah now I remember but you got to use the exact syntax because mm -hmm. if you don't you aren't going to get them loaded as as Janine found out with Jonathan Mosen's <laughs> <Yes>. skill. <laughs> yes I found all kinds of interesting skills out there that had nothing to do oh, yeah. with you know blind technology trivia um, mm -hmm. <laughs> some I was a little afraid of but uh, mm -hmm. so Jeff, once we have these ACB radios, so we've got these skills up there. How does somebody in the in the audience go out and and work with these skills? Do you have to enable each one of them, or how does that work? You can just ask your A lady to open and whatever the skill name is, ah. and then it will open it and run it. Open ACB radio treasures would just open it and run it. That's correct, right? And we awesome. have one for mainstream and cafe. And for live event as well. Again, that one's just ACB Radio Live. Ah, great, great. And that one, I don't know if uh, any of the legislative seminar was aired uh, this past week, but that took place this past week for all of our ACB affiliates, uh, the leadership uh, meeting, mid-year president's meeting, and, uh, and legislative seminar. And uh, so I'm sure, Jeff, you were probably in D.C. in all the wind and uh, and craziness. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yeah. and flew back yesterday on a six-and-a-half-hour flight. That was just Without lovely. a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about that. So anything technology-wise at the seminar that we might be have our ears perked up about? Hmm. Well, we had uh, some interesting conversations centered around diabetes uh, and trying to get some legislation passed. Of course, low vision was also focused. And then we talked a lot about cars, and we even had representatives there to tell us kind of where things are in reference to autonomous vehicles. Oh wow! So that was really that was really interesting. Wow! And I'm sure a yeah. lot of those presentations are going to be up um, on ACB Link. I would imagine they will. They'll also be available as a, a podcast uh, that you can subscribe to and get all that. We'll put that in the show notes. Excellent. Yes. And you will want to do that because the, the mid-year leadership meeting always has some great um, presentations and whatnot before folks go and storm the hill. So going from these wonderful skills, so let's go through all of the working skills that are out there for ACB radio now, Jeff. 
Just because I like okay. to go on the And this is subject to change, too, by the way. This is subject this is, to change. So Yeah, well, that, that, is, that assumes we can get the other ones approved. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying. I'm not exactly folks. sure because I, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried. But uh, we, so, we have, so we have four currently. We have ACB Radio Mainstream. All of these can be perceived with the word open to open them. We have ACB Radio Treasures, which is for ACB Radio Treasure Trove. We have ACB Radio Cafe and ACB Radio Live. All right. And hopefully we'll be adding the other three streams very soon, or at least a few of the other streams. Yep, um, there are ACB Radio Interactive, ACB Radio World, and ACB Radio Special. Right. And they sound great, by the way. So if you are not familiar with all of those streams of uh, ACB Radio, go check it out. ACBradio.org can give you all kinds of information about all of our streams, and you can listen to them all there as well. So I thought it might be fun to go around our oblong-shaped table and find out what everybody's favorite A-lady skills are. And I'm sorry, we're leaving out the, the G person. Um, are there any plans for Google skills in the future? They're laying out the app differently, and they're making it a lot easier for people to go in and, and uh, change things within the app to control their devices. And there's a lot of new things that are just awesome coming to the forefront of the of the Google Home front. And one of the biggest things out there right now is instant uh, language translation. Mm. And... Um, so you can do this in real time. So let's, we're just going to do a hypothetical uh, thing here. So let's just say Jeff is coming over to my house. That's a, that's hypothetical in every way that I can <laughs> think of. And two, he'd, he'd be Oriental. So if he were, then if he was to speak in his native language and I had the translation uh, running on my Google Home, it's instant two-way communication. I'd speak English. He'd be speaking uh, in some Asian tongue or whatever, and I could understand – we could understand each other, and it's instant. Wow. So that's their biggest claim to fame right now. It's not ready yet, but, boy, it's close. It's, wow. It's imminent which will make a lot of interactions a whole lot nicer, especially oh my when you goodness, can use yes, that yeah. capability on your smartphone. Um, mm -hmm. I use Google Translate a lot now to get texts of different things in different mm -hmm. languages, but to have the actual translation right there with you in real time, um, that's like Star Trek kind of stuff right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yep. pretty cool. Cool. And anyone has, who would uh, like to demo that on here, um, please feel you know feel free to reach out to us. I'm sorry, Jason. Oh, I was just going to say um, I know there are some things built in that are sort of like games and different things, and one of them I like because of all the sound effects and things is called Riddle Rooms. So if any of you have a Google Home device, ask it, uh, tell it you want to play Riddle Rooms, and uh, you'll get started on an interesting little adventure. Well. Let's go to somebody who's been very quiet here, Mr. Henriksen. Let's hear about some of your favorite A-Lady skills, because you had a really good one that you have discovered and, and figured out how to configure. Well, I have two of them, actually, two of my favorites that came to mind when we were talking about this. <clears throat> and one, when I got my, my A-Lady, we got rid of the clock radio, you know, and, and I just did the alarms like they would do and then all that sort of stuff. But I I really missed waking up every morning to my favorite station. And I especially thought it was fun 
oh, about November when they would switch over to Christmas music. Because oh. my wife loves Christmas music. I mean, she starts playing Christmas music. I think, I think November 1st or some crazy oh. time, you know, <laughs> and she's got like oh. thousands of Christmas songs. Oh. But anyway, I, and I missed, but I missed the clock radio and I found out, uh, I got tired of the alarms that, that the A-Lady will do. And I found out you can tell her to set up an alarm like you would normally do. But you can say, hey, lady, set an alarm for every weekday at 8 a.m. And and then you would say, play, in my case, it's a, a local radio station. Or you could say, play this particular song that I like or play this particular type of music. So you might say on Sunday morning, for instance, when I don't necessarily want, I want something maybe softer, I will say, set up the alarm and I'll say, hey, lady, set an alarm at for 8 a.m. on Sunday morning and play spa radio. And then she will just set that alarm up. So, and it doesn't fade up, unfortunately. When the alarm goes off, uh, it just goes off. But mm. every morning at 8 a.m., the soft, my local station, Soft Rock 98.9, goes off. And it goes off Monday through Saturday. And on Sunday, it plays this different type of music that I've set up for it. So I really like that. Um, I, we no longer even have a clock radio, I think, in the bedroom anymore. So we just, this, this thing, we just have this, and it just sounds great. Now, when you set that up, Paul, how did you, were you able to set it up uh, speaking to the A-Lady or did you have to yes. actually have to go into the app? No. So you, like I say, you will actually say, A-Lady, send an alarm for Monday morning at 8 a.m. and play Soft Rock 98.9 or and play heavy metal, uh-huh. you know, or whatever you want to play, whatever you want to do, Josh Groban, whatever you want to do, it will just do that. And, but you can set up all of the weekdays at once. So you can say set an alarm for every Monday through Friday, and then you can set your weekend separately if that's what you want to do. And you just do it by speaking to the A-Lady. Nice. Very so that's nice. really neat. My other favorite one is for those of, I, I assume this will probably work with Nest, but I have an Ecobee. Yep, and, it does. Okay, good. <laughs> well, Ecobee has two skills. They originally came out with a skill that was pretty good. Um, I don't remember what even what the commands were, but then they came out with a new skill and they say that you can have both skills loaded simultaneously and it, and it really doesn't matter. But I guess the second skill has a, all kinds of things that you can say to the A-Lady, change the temperature too and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Ooh, but one nice. of my, a couple of my favorite things, that I, have sense, I have sensors with my Ecobee, so I can say, A-Lady, what's the temperature in the living room? Or A-Lady, what's the temperature in the master bedroom? Or the other where we keep the computers, we say, hey, lady, what's the temperature in the office? But my recently most favorite one in this cold weather that we've all been having, I can say, hey, lady, I'm cold. And so you'll say, okay, I'll change the temperature between 71 and 78, and on will come the heater. Ooh. Oh, sure, Paul, you've got cold weather there, sure. <laughs> That's <right. laughs> Nothing like in the Midwest. You had to say that, didn't you, Paul? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then when you wanted to, you can say, hey, lady, tell, uh, tell Echo B, resume schedule, and she'll go back to your schedule. And if you, you can go into, uh, with your iPhone, you can say to Siri, you can say, what are the commands that I can use with Echo B? And it'll show you a list of Siri commands as well. And I think there's a way to find out what your A lady commands are as well. It will go through and tell you what all of them are, because there's a bunch of them. So those are my two favorite ones at the moment. So having said that, Paul, I've got the same skill set up for Nest, the same skill set. But I have to tell you, I think for the uh, A-Lady device, I think uh, 
she's falling short compared to the Google Home device because um, uh, I have to either repeat or do a double request or whatever. But when it comes to the Google Home, I, I'll just say, you know, uh, set hallway to uh, 72. And immediately the uh, Google Home will say, sure, setting the thermostat to da da da, and it's done. The oh, yeah, I can goes, do that too. I can right. do that too. I just thought it was funny that I could say, I'm cold or I'm hot. Oh, sure. I think that's accordingly. Yep. I think that's cool. I'm just saying that the device falls short as far as trying to get her to do it at all uh, for the Nest skill set. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. So the I, lady. I'm just is thinking better. it would be a civil war in our house of I'm hot. No, I'm cold. No, I'm hot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pretty much the way it goes, anyway. So, <laughs> which is why we have the thermostat you actually have to get up and walk to to push the button. <laughs> well, which one of you, uh, I might ask, is the hottest? Hey, of course that's me. I mean, come on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I had to own that one. Come on. Of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, so Jason, how about you? What are your What are some of your favorite skills, or the ones you find yourself using most often? Sure. Uh, a lot of times, I'm curious about weather at a particular time, or just wanting to know a little more detail about the weather. So, uh, Randy's the one who actually introduced me to this one called Weather Sky. Oh, yeah. And so I've been having fun with that. You can tell it to look at weather back in time um, for the next week, you know, all sorts of things. And it gives you much more detail than just asking the A-Lady for the forecast. Now, I had been using the big sky skill, which is linked to your dark sky account. If you ah. have the dark sky app mm -hmm. and that one gives you a fair amount of detail, but you can't really go back in time and, and all of that. So the name of that one again was... Weather sky. Weather sky. Cool. Very cool. Well, how about you? Well, I use alarms as well as, you know, like Paul has done. And I play a lot of music on mine and just love the, the integration of, you know, the new uh, Apple music. Apple music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So, so I use, I use that a lot. I will look up spelling of words. That's my I biggest. Know that sounds, one. I know that sounds kind of silly, but no, no, not at all. I do the same thing. <laughs> and, and here again, I got to tell you, the Google Home spell I think is better um, <laughs> because the, the 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 A lady will go G R A N, you know this, and the the Google device will go G R A N, and I I like that better because. I forget <laughs> what I'm typing. <laughs> I'm trying to type too slow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will yeah. use it for definitions a lot of times. I'll say define. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's great. Or even Wikipedia. I use Wikipedia oh, a lot. Oh, my gosh. That You and, just stole oh, all my skills. That. That's interesting. Oh, oh, oh I do that all the time. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I wish there was a way, though, with the Wikipedia skill, and there may be a way to do it, to have it read you the entire Wikipedia entry, mm -hmm. uh, because it'll read a little bit of it and then say, would you, do you like want to, to read, read more? more? Yeah. Yes, yes. And that's become a fun game around House Stanley, is we'll find some obscure topic, and we will Wikipedia that and just sit there at our breakfast bar, because we're nerdy like that. And uh, yes, yes, read more. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Kent found that if you get interrupted by something and, or you didn't hear it, um, you can ask her to repeat 
but after a certain period of time, or if you were playing something in the background and you do the Wikipedia skill and you have to stop and then you have her resume, that doesn't work so well. So a <laughs> little tweaking there, but yeah. And you've Wikipedia. probably played around with a little mini wiki on your watch, right? I have not. I have not loaded oh, it. Oh, no, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. It works really well. Because I will tell you folks, um, the gentleman who created the Chirp app, Twitter for your Apple Watch, um, Will Bishop. Um, no relation, right? No, I don't no, think so. No, uh -uh. no, Brilliant kid. And he is a kid, folks. He is still in high school. He's he 16. Has, uh, yeah, created this app called MiniWiki, which is Wikipedia on your watch. And I hear it is quite amazing. I haven't mm -hmm. had a chance to play with it yet. We will try to demo it here. Uh, Randy, if you've already demoed it, um, but, oh, my gosh, because uh, it's apparently quite amazing. He, I talked about it, or we talked about it on the Apple Viz Unleashed podcast, which just was released today, <clears throat> by the way. <laughs> so, um, right. Everybody go up to Apple Viz and catch that if you have not already. And we talk about MiniWiki up there. Yeah, very. Have very you guys cool have notion. you guys played with the uh, Have you guys played with anybody played with the Hue app for turning your lights on and off? Not That's pretty neat. Oh. You can so if you if you don't know if people have come over and turned your light, if you're set up for Hue and you've got all those Hue light bulbs, you can just tell her to turn all the lights off Ooh, and awesome. not have to worry about whether they're on or whether they're off. That sort I of thing. I think that app used to be it used to have some accessibility issues, if I recall, and so it's. Really nice. It's pretty good now. They fixed oh, the accessibility good. issues in it. Oh, and so at least on the iPhone, it's very accessible now. Oh, great. Because, so. boy, more and more apps are, you know, finally the, the light bulb, pun intended, is coming on for these folks. <laughs> and that, hey, you know, <laughs> this accessibility thing really isn't that difficult. Um, so, great. Well, I have a couple more skills. Oh, yeah. So we have the Simply Safe alarm system. I think yep, you do too, right? Yep. So I use the Amazon A-Lady app on my phone because a lot of times we're still getting used to making sure we set the alarm when we leave. Uh-huh, yep. And it's great for that. Yeah, I love that. So you can, you know, launch the app and then, and then go into, what is that? What is that? Hold on, let me look. Because now, now, now I'm not going to. This is going to drive me crazy. I can never remember the syntax. I, I know the syntax to check your um, your system, but I can never remember the one to change it. And so I this has got to get easier as time goes on. It's got to because I know you, I know gotta, you can't remember all the syntax exactly, stuff. and and you just can't. And and I know that the memory involved in you know going through all those permutations of what you can say is crazy. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, I just oh my gosh because and. Honestly, the Simply Safe system is one of the most accessible things I've ever run into. It's just really nice. We're we're debating on getting the doorbell, and uh, it um, we had considered the Ring doorbell initially, which I know some of you guys have. Um, and given the accessibility of the Simply Safe stuff, we just said, you know what? I think we'll stick with this. <laughs> we'll stay within the. So I wonder if you can interact with it as well. You know, um, yeah, actually, you to... can and. According to the manufacturer, you can have intercoms in your house to interact, um, which we will take advantage of. So we're taking a look at that. We'll let you guys know about the accessibility because um, as I, I did the review a few shows back of that system and they've tweaked it a little bit since then and the app has fewer, there are only a few unlabeled buttons in the whole app. 
and the app works nicely on your phone, but the website also works very nicely. Yep. And so they've, they've done a really good job. Mm-hmm. So once you open up the Amazon A-Lady app, then there's an Ask A-Lady, uh, A-L-E-X-A, tab. Mm-hmm. And you tap on that. Once you do that, it's waiting for you to speak. Aha. Uh-huh. And then you then tell it to open up the Simply Safe skill. And then you can tell it to set your alarm or, you know, whatever you want it, mm-hmm. whatever you want it to do. I use the tile skill. I love my tiles. And we now, will do here's a the demo. issue with tile, though. And, mm-hmm. and this, is, this is driving me bananas because they've got to fix this. So apparently, yes. <laughs> so yes. apparently you are supposed to be able to, you know, uh, hit the button on the physical tile device and get it to stop ringing. Yes. It doesn't um, work. <laughs> it does not work. And it does not work. People swear to me that it does, and it and it does not. And so no, I'm you know what? I did car. try it after you mentioned that, Jeff, and it yeah. doesn't work. It does not work. So we're no, sitting you... in the car, and I bought these tiles, and I thought, oh, good, this will be fun to play with on the way home. Except it <laughs> drove my wife absolutely <laughs> bananas because I couldn't <laughs> shut the stupid thing. We, up. we will do a demo of tiles. So. Tiles are very unique. Um, They are little small devices about the size of a Cheez-It, maybe. And then they have some that are a little bit bigger and very flat. I was going to say, mine are bigger. (laughs) Yeah, here is why Carrie would go crazy. Go ahead, Jeff. Yes. So I bought these before I went to the leadership conference. Because I thought, well, this would be great. I can find my luggage. You know, and I can put one in my backpack. So I went down to Best Buy and I bought these things. So we get out to the car and of course it's pouring down rain. Of course, it's typical Seattle. And we get in the car and I'm thinking, great, I want to try these out. I'll, I'll activate these in the car and I'll, I'll play with these things. Now, just to sort of let people know what's going on on these things. So, you know, they're, they're flat. Like I'm holding one in my hand right now and it, I have the, the Tile Pro and it's got a hole for like a like a key ring or, or you know lanyard you could yeah lanyard whatever like that, yeah yep. it didn't come with a lanyard which is no they did not it, which was very which sad. disappointing <laughs> yeah for what you pay for these things they should come you with a would gold think chain they would throw in a cheap lanyard but, yes <laughs> or at least a key ring maybe so and then there's a button on it right and what i was told from other tile users is that if you get the tile to play a sound then you can tap the button and it will stop playing the sound uh no no this doesn't no, work this does not work <laughs> and no. if you think that you can figure out how to shut the stupid things up um without mm-hmm. you just can't no so you no you actually have to, have to go your into phone. the app you have to go in the app and click the app done watch. button so people have asked about these tiles as far as how loud they are especially the new pro ones mm-hmm. so the, the the pro ones will work up to 300 feet yeah and you know my wife has these tracker devices which are similar to tile mm-hmm. but the problem with the tracker is they're really quiet yes. and i mean i remember we sent you know we spent 45 minutes listening to this tracker play a sound to find my wife's keys and it was nearly impossible i mean it was just ridiculous oh my god so the cool thing about the tile is it's 50 percent louder than the older generation of tiles yes and here I'll play it. So I'm going to click the find button on my luggage tile. Yep. 
Yep, there we go. And now he's oh, got to go back into the... That's why you... Can you imagine that in your car? <laughs> yes, you can imagine that in our car because it uh, did yeah. happen. <laughs> <laughs> but they are really handy. And, and the nice part about them being louder is that, you, that they are really hard to hear. I have the older generation ones um, in my luggage, and there's one called the Tile Mate, I believe. Yep. Yep. And then there's another one that's really flat, and that might be the mate. Um, and the only issue with that is it doesn't have a hole for a key ring or a lanyard on it. it I'm beginning to really understand this whole thing. So the third generation uh, tile uh, devices will give you the option to really shut it off. So you that's have to right. Pay oh, hopefully, yes. <laughs> they will be perfect. The nice thing, though, about these the newer generations of the tile really is the battery, that you can replace the battery because you had to replace them after a year. And I would always forget, I've been using these things for probably five years now, and I would always forget to replace them. And then, you know, I would go to look for, of course, Kent would lose his keys or his phone or something because he's got a tile on his phone. And he would lose them, and I would go to try to find them, and of course, the tiles were dead. <laughs> what technology are the tiles using to maintain, you know, that connection with the app or with, with whatever? It is Bluetooth, I believe. Oh, okay. um, I don't know how they're doing that, though, because Bluetooth is only up to 30 feet. Well, it is the uh, the low-power Bluetooth, I but believe. But is that 300 feet? I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what's giving you, you the 300 feet. Yep. Okay. Have, wow. have you have you tracked your bag in the you know plane? I have not yet, but... Uh, well, I'm yeah. flying to CSUN, and I will have to check a bag Ooh. for that one. There you go. And so I will test that then. Ooh. And Jeff will report back to us on this. So um, we're probably going to do a demo of Tile again because it's been a while since we've done the demo. The app used to be uh, a bit confusing and had some inaccessible points in it. It's much, much better now. Um, much, much better. Still a little bit of confusion on the labels. It's more of a usability thing than an accessibility thing. Um, but they also make it really easy to replace a tile, to buy new ones online. And if you already have tiles, you get some significant discounts on your replacement tiles, which is nice. So this episode of Main Menu was brought to you by Google and Tile. <laughs> and Tiles, yes. <laughs> well, in our last bit of time here uh, we've talked about tile does anybody else have any cool gadgets or things they would like to talk about <laughs> go ahead uh, jason go ahead <laughs> well i <laughs> recently had the opportunity to uh get playing with a google pixel 3 xl and it's been fun to play with android uh some of you may remember that i did an unboxing of a Google Pixel C tablet last year, and that setup was a little bit funny in some spots, and some workarounds were needed. But I have to say, the setup on this Google Pixel 3 XL was very straightforward, very accessible, including the fingerprint uh, recording. And um, I don't know, I've been having a lot of fun with it, just figuring out how it works and some of the gestures that are different from iOS and uh, it's it's and it's how similar cool. they are too. How yeah, it's getting all the similar things done mm -hmm. that you want, but some of details in setup. Some of them uh, you have other little details that help tweak your experience a little bit more. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example, but of course not coming up with anything right now. It's just a different landscape for sure, and it has come a long way, and mm. I'm having fun with it. 
Have you run into any apps on there that you find uh, maybe different from their iOS versions? Uh, so far, one of the apps that I noticed is a little different is Ira on Android. Yes. And and I think that has been covered probably before in, in other places, but um, it it just works a little differently. There's like a drawer that you open on the upper left, and then you have all your options, like the different tabs that get shown in the Ira app on the bottom of the screen on iOS. And I know that they are looking for an Android developer. So if anybody out there is an Android developer, um, they are definitely looking for one in Ira to help them a little bit with the Android side. Another thing that I noticed is interesting is that you can implement gestures on the fingerprint sensor to activate different things. So you have not only your screen, but you can do little things with the fingerprint uh, sensor, which is on the back of the phone, by the way. Oh. So that's interesting. interesting. You're holding the phone and sort of the natural place your index finger might go is where that fingerprint sensor. Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, that, it's I cool. could get used to that, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you get a little bit of taptic feed or haptic feedback when your mm-hmm. finger lands on that sensor and there's a successful read, as well, of course, as TalkBack telling you that your phone's unlocking and that kind of thing. Nice. And was the fingerprint process accessible when you set up your fingerprints? Yes, very much. I was very happy to see that it was perfectly accessible, very similar to iOS, where it tells you to lift your lift your finger, place your finger, lift your finger, place your finger. Randy, what did you have? Well, if there are people out there that want a recorder that they can use uh, a voice recorder it likes to call itself a field recorder so if you're into recording and you're doing a lot of demonstrations like uh oh i don't know jeff uh myself jason janine we all do paul we do a lot of demonstrations and things so um there's a field recorder out there called the Eltronix pro 12 and that's e-l-t-r-i-x and you can find that on um, lss.com just search for recorders and you'll find it if I didn't spell the name right now I'm not here to sell them I'm not giving the website uh, mention to sell anything I'm just saying that I've heard that they're really good I've heard demonstrations although very sparse demonstrations they sound like there's something that I could really use and I would like it basically it uses a um, an SD card for placing recordings got it's got some good memory. Every function speaks, unlike some of the Olympus stuff. Oh, nice. Yep, and it records in Wave and MP3. If you're looking for something to demonstrate and then to move your files over to your PC and edit everything down, it's fully talking, fully function functioning. But if one of us gets one of these devices, we'll be sure and put this up on main menu because the the demonstrations, I'm telling you, are so sparse and awful. Oh, <laughs> they're, <why? laughs> they're terrible. So we will do a better job if we if we get one of these uh, recorders in our, our hands. So, Jeff, do you have any other tech, any new tech for you? Anything exciting as we approach CSUN? Yeah, well, it's not really that new because it was purchased a while ago. But, you know, flying basically, I don't know, 12 hours you know, going to Washington DC and back. I, I, I'm loving my, my Bose headphones on the plane. Which model did you get? Are we talking about I have the QC35 twos. They're noise canceling, right? So, (laughs) you know, if you fly at all, you'll know 
that yep. dealing with noise on a plane, you know, if you just use earbuds, it's just not going to happen. No. <laughs> so if you wear these things, then you don't hear anything, including the cart when it comes by for drinks, by the Ooh, way. Oh, whoops. <laughs> wow. But it's amazing. You can, you know, set the level of noise canceling that you want. Oh, um, nice. My, my only issue with it, and I'm not sure what, what problem I'm having, the, the microphones on them don't seem to work. And I'm not sure what's what, what going do you mean? on. You mean the the microphones that picks up the noise canceling or the other ones that are? No, the other ones. So, like, for example, if I get a phone call. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. You know, that kind of thing. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, they don't appear to work, or at least they don't seem to work well. Well, some apps and don't I, support those types of mics, but. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure what the issue is there. And it, and mm. it very well could be Jeff. I mean, it could be me. No, do they have any built-in assistance in them? They do. So you can use Ooh. the A-Lady and they have Google too. Oh, no kidding. How much are those, uh, if I may ask? Uh, for you, $1,000. You always say that. For me, I got a deal. I got a right. deal for you there. I'll buy them, I'll buy them for three fifty and sell them to you for $1,000. Okay. All right. Well, so yeah. they, they Bluetooth to, the, to your phone, and that's how they get the assistant on board? Is that correct? Yeah, uh, yeah or, you have to have or, a phone. You have to have a phone. Oh. Not I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they don't have Wi-Fi built into them. I gotcha. Yeah. Do they go yeah. over the ear or on the ear? Over the ear. They're a big, oh, you know, set of, you know, oh, yeah. cups, basically. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I, I love them. I like noise canceling myself. I, I had a, an old Motorola Q, and uh, Terry called me one time when I was listening to a, a radio drama with no words, just total sound effects. And it was just really a weird one, and uh, I, I didn't see her text come in or anything and this was probably maybe what 12 13 years ago all of a sudden the phone vibrated in my leg and i screamed and i jumped up because <laughs> all of a sudden my legs started going <laughs> you know? this was way back in the days when we we didn't have all these modern conveniences and i screamed just like a little girl you know it's oh it's ridiculous oh wow well it sounds like we all have some pretty exciting stuff going on. We have mm -hmm. CSUN coming up. There will be lots of coverage. Uh, we will probably reconvene afterward for, I think Jeff will be going. Uh, none of the rest of us here will be going, I don't think. But um, um, we will definitely have Jeff, if he can get a minute away from the Microsoft booth to take a look at any tech that's out there or some of our thoughts on what we're hearing about some things that are going on. Um, there has been a little bit of tech news out there. Ira has recently acquired Seeing Eye, uh, the Sendero GPS app, and uh, they just came out with an update uh, today, in fact, to that mm -hmm. app, which brings a few features to it that had been there kind of on and off or as test features, but now seem to be actual features. So um, take, a, take a look at that. If you are um, a subscriber to that app or may be interested in being a subscriber, take a look there. Um, anybody else have any other news from the tech world? No, I Highly expensive folding phones. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Samsung and Huawei. In case anybody wants to buy the $2,000 Samsung phone, uh, I guess will be out next yeah. month. <laughs> I think not. Um, I think, or the $2,700 Huawei phone. Wow. 
I, but they're going to be very thick phones. It's like you wouldn't, you're not going to want to buy these in the first generation. You're going to want to wait till maybe the second or third oh, yeah. generation to see where it goes. Oh yeah, and and folding isn't that a flip phone? Yeah, and which <laughs> yeah. means they're going to be they're going to be very thick phones to try to carry in your back pocket or or whatever you know. And if you buy it now, there's an introductory special that actually has Mae West saying, is that a phone in your pocket or you're just happy to see me? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And on that note, I think we can wrap up this roundtable oblong lozenge-shaped whatever (laughs) table here at Main Menu with Randy Rusnak, the big R. Goodbye. Jason Castigliano. Hope I'm allowed back. (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe. (laughs) We'll see you all next time. (laughs) And Paul Henriksen. Until next time. All right. And Jeff Bishop. Goodbye, everybody. Alrighty then, I can't match that because I don't have my Lauren Bacall voice on now. So I'm, I'm on the verge, but not quite there yet. So until two weeks from now when we'll be talking more technology and I'm sure we'll have some fun demos for you by then. This has been Janine Stanley for Main Menu. Hello, everybody. Jason here. And I'd like to go over with you some guidelines we have set forth for those of you who wish to contribute content to Main Menu. It's something we've been needing to do for a long time. Those of you who are well-seasoned in dealing with audio and editing audio may find this a little redundant, but it is important for everyone to understand what we expect. And we appreciate you taking the time to listen. Number one is planning. What is it you want to discuss or demonstrate? You may think that's a pretty obvious step, but you'd be surprised how many of us get started on something and then segue and digress and all sorts of things. We mean well, but our minds can wander, and it can be a little distracting for the listener So it's a good idea to have that focus. And if you're going to go outside the scope, think about doing it at a particular time. Try to keep that flow regular so it's very clear what's happening. And then you can get back to the topic at hand. And that kind of goes with the order of business or organizing your thoughts. I sometimes find it very weird to be talking to a microphone. I don't know what it is. You'd think it would come naturally. I do a lot of performing and other things. But when it comes to talking, I tend to be very deadpan and distracted. So it's a great idea, if you need to, to organize your thoughts and have an order that, for example, the listener would use in order to accomplish this task or use this product. In other words, approach it from the listener's point of view if you have to. Number two, preparing to record. In this case, you will want to gather all necessary components, your recorder, your microphone, your products, or load the software you need. Just have all that stuff ready so when it comes time to record, you're not having to scramble around or scrounge or do things that can be distracting. Granted, if you're able to do it, you can just pause the recording, but it is great when you have everything together that you need. There's always room for something to come up you didn't expect, and we understand that. But again, you can pause the recording, or if you know how, you can edit out anything you don't want, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Also, you'll want to be well hydrated before recording. 
If you know you're going to be talking for a long time, it's amazing how quickly the voice will actually get tired or start to indicate dryness in the throat or mouth. Getting that liquid in beforehand will go a long way in helping. When it comes to recording, you may wish to perform a test first to be sure that everything sounds the way it should. Your voice should be clear and easy to understand. In the recording process, you don't want to be handling your microphone a lot, and I'm sorry this is making a lot of noise for you right now, but it is very easy to hear this noise if you're moving around a lot or having to move your recorder or microphone, and it is extremely distracting and can be rather frustrating. So keeping noise to a minimum is very much appreciated. Also, I'm going to warn you I'm about to get pretty loud. You don't want to talk really close to the microphone either. It is very distracting and sounds breathy and full of noise that is undesirable. So you will want to be sure you're at an appropriate distance from the microphone. If your voice is tinny or muffled or not centered, it is a big distraction. If you are experienced in editing your audio, you will understand that you can take out anything that you know is not appropriate or is not needed in the recording. Sometimes we have to clear our throats or cough, or we make little noises, all sorts of things that in editing the audio you can get rid of. If you're unable to edit audio, please don't let that discourage you, for if you are in accordance with these guidelines, your recording will be quite acceptable, and we can perform some quick edits if needed. If there are a lot of distractions in the recording, interruptions, noises, jumping around in topic without any order, that is a big distraction, and it would take us a lot longer to edit, so it may become something we will not work with. And finally, submitting your content is pretty easy. If you're familiar with any of the cloud-based drive services like Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, you can use that service to share the file with us via link in an email. You can email mainmenu at acbradio.org, and we will be happy to look at your content. Airing content is subject to approval by the Main Menu team. Thank you for listening to these guidelines, and we look forward to your submission. Main Menu is a program brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream, repeating every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can tune in by going to acbradio.org mainstream, use ACB Link for Android and iOS, grab it as a podcast, or call 712-775-4808. If you have ideas for content to be aired on Main Menu, we encourage you to contact us, mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also reach us on Twitter at Main Menu. Please note that any content submitted is subject to approval by the Main Menu team before airing. Thanks so much, and we'll see you in two weeks.